0: This is Andrian And this is Ray Welcome to the Talk La podcast Every two weeks, we'll invite a new guest and In every session, we'll dig into the life, relationships, and perspectives
1: One question at a time
0: Let's Talk, Talk La!
1: La! Yay! Welcome to the Talk La podcast And this time, we have just invited ourselves to be on the podcast because we have invited actually four guests over right now, but we realize we haven't really talked about ourselves, and realize there are a lot of reflections that we want to make and we want to share with you guys. Um, I think first of all is sometimes I think we there are misunderstandings on our on our podcast, or we just want to tell you more about ourselves on our directions mm-hmm. and on this podcast on how ourselves we, how we position it, yeah, yeah. and we, so we just want to give you like an update. But also to give you more context about ourselves, so they yeah and
0: this is a special segment, right? It's not, uh, it's more not just our guests all the time. Also have time for us to discuss yeah. on different topics that they, that we want to touch, that are passionate about ourselves, and yeah, feel free to keep the the feedback and comments coming in. So we've heard it loud and clear yeah. that you guys wanna and girls wanna know more about. I'm not sure whether that's girls, but. Actually, the feedback was actually from a girl, yeah, that they wanted to know more about us sometimes and not so much, I mean, they they really like the guests, yeah, and we really appreciate the guests, but they say, like, uh, what's missing is, like, they also want to know more about us, so hopefully in this uh, quick 20 minutes episode, we can cover some details and give you an understanding of where we came from and not just how we look and how we sound, so maybe I start first? Yeah, Ray can start first to talk about... Who we are And our upbringing Because
1: In our upbringing It shaped Who we are Today Mm -hmm. And why we want to do This podcast Is also Sort of part of Because of our upbringing So I'll just let Ray talk about His upbringing You
0: can feel free To ask me any questions Uh, Or comments
1: It's just much more Chill right now Just between us
0: So I think I'm just gonna share about uh, Because uh, I'm just gonna share about Where I came from That whole journey of How i was born and raised in Malaysia and then how I ended up in Hong Kong and now working in Hong Kong. So just going to give more details about that mm. and we can see and explore and then also understand where you come from. So first of all, yeah, born and raised in Malaysia, uh, in the town, in the city called uh, Pataling Jaya. So it's actually right next to Kuala Lumpur, but um, it's actually nice and comfortable. I come from a comfortable family where my dad was a, is a doctor, so he's a child specialist pediatrician pediatrician yeah so very very comfortable life my mom she worked as an accountant until i was 10 years old and then she was a full-time housewife so got a lot of time interacting with my parents uh, growing up when i was a lot younger i think my dad yeah was very busy at work he was doing morning day Mm. shift and then night shift at Mm. the same time so didn't really spend a lot of time there but I could still remember like, uh, yeah, we we always go on trips every year, so always looking forward for that, and that's how we bonded. But growing up in Malaysia, I think, uh, in terms of school, it's very similar, like, like it's the traditional, I I went to Chinese school for, you know, a couple of years, and then I switched to, you know, our private school. So private school, we follow the Malaysian syllabus, so that was all good, but I don't want to touch about the education, because what really impacted me more in Malaysia was my parents. They created an environment that was very, very comfortable. And I, I when I get older, I really treasured that because they were very open and I re- was really, uh, yeah, be- back then I might not be um, so comfortable about it because they always ask a lot of questions. And when you're young, you don't like questions. Exactly. Like, I don't, I don't even know how to think. About the answer, like, what's your dream, what do you want to do in life? I'm like, I really have so many homework to do, why do I need to? But then, now looking back, it fostered that environment, right? To who I am today, always, I don't really ask a lot of questions, but I always at least think things from different uh, perspective, or Mm. at least have a value system framework. And that value system was not really for myself, it's imprinted when I was young. Mm. So fast forward, I mean, why we decided to go Singapore is because like, in Malaysia, our education system is, uh, is good, but in terms of university and all, yeah, there's some biasness there. So I think I'm privileged enough that parents could afford an education in Singapore. Mm. So that's where um, I actually went to do IB in St. Joseph International School. Yeah, but it's not to say I was a lazy brat relying on my parents. Yeah, I actually tried for the scholarship, failed it miserably. Super tough. And that's where I knew like there's a big gap in terms of critical thinking in Malaysia and Singapore. Mm. Just across the border. Because they were asking about my thoughts and points of views of some terrorist attack in some place. And I didn't know what to write because I didn't read enough news. I don't have a point of view, etc. So, yeah, I was struggling. And the math. Oh my god, so tough. So anyway, long story short, yeah, and, and we pleaded after I did the scholarship test to the Principal said, "Hey, I re- my parents like oh I really want my kid." I said, "Oh, the test was really tough." And then it was a very good chat. In the end, managed to get IB in uh, in Singapore. Worked my ass off. It's the first time I was outside of home. Yeah, that's the first time I was actually away from home. So it's you, the scholarship you mean is the entrance scholarship for IB. Yeah. So I didn't get that scholarship, but I managed to get in the school. Yeah. Right. So that's basically the whole admission. Admission, yeah. Admission. But I wasn't confident Like after I did the test, I knew it was a shit test. You know, you know times when yeah. you did a test and you know that you, you know failed it? Did, yeah. That's the feeling I got and everyone else around me felt like they can do everything. It's like Vietnamese, Indonesian, all these are ASEAN scholars. The yeah. brightest brains in Southeast Asia. All in. I was just there <laughs> to pull down the curve. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I got in and IB yeah. was a great program. I mean, being in Singapore, it was very stressful because you can imagine the difference in the gap, yeah. right? Yeah. So... But do you live alone? No. You live in the dormitory? So I live in the dormitory. Mm. But the dormitory was special because it was for all the s- people that got the scholarship. <laughs> I, was, I paid for it. So there's yeah. a couple of people that was international that wants to, you know, uh, study in, mm. in the school. Uh, we actually have a... We live with the scholars, basically. Unless yeah. we find our own apartment, yeah. which is really expensive. So, we live under uh, a landlord, a landlady, and then, yeah, with all the scholars in there. So, everyone was really smart, and I was just struggling. So, the good thing is, like, when I needed help, you can ask I can for, ask them yeah. for help, and they're very helpful, yeah. And I helped them out in uh, working out together, etc. That's when I also started my fitness journey, too. Oh, you, in that's when,
1: you, I thought you, you did it. In Malaysia, your, too, but in Singapore,
0: that's when I also was more into it. That's, in Singapore, that's when I actually did my first pull-up, etc. And then, that's all the fitness tests, Yeah, because all of them had to train for military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I was also part of the training. It's just that I didn't have to go for... Military. the the national service, they call it Mm. MS, yeah. So, that was a good time. I think IB it was very tough. We can go into more details when we share about IB and how it shaped us. But long story short, like, why? Because the plan of going in Singapore was to actually stay in Singapore. Because it's just easier, right? Yeah. But, so... After being there for two years, I felt like, you know, everyone in Singapore, it's a nice place, it's competitive, it's very competitive, yeah. And I didn't really want to be in Singapore for my university, but I did apply for NUS, NTU, SMU, yeah. yeah. But also I did apply for UK, and I applied to Hong Kong randomly because there's a senior that also got the scholarship, he's from Filipino, yeah. I mean, he's from Philippines, yeah. And he, he said, like, oh, he got into HKUST scholarship. That's like, wow, another HKUST HKUST. Yeah. Looked it up like, so new, this university, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Him basically being a student ambassador yeah. right now, he's promoting <laughs> HKUST. Yeah. yeah, so I was like, okay, yeah, if I'm going to apply for one uni in Hong Kong, I apply for the top three. So I Google top universities in Hong Kong. BU, H-K-U. CTU No, no, no The first one is <laughs> H- LingU No, the first one Yeah, I mean We respect all the universities yeah, yeah, yeah. But as From an international perspective <laughs> yeah. When you think about Hong Kong yeah. You want to apply for the best yeah. If not, why okay, apply? Okay. Yeah yeah. So, so HKU, CUHA, HKUSD Yep, yep So it was the, the ranking was like HKU, HKUSD and C U H K. Okay So I only heard of HKU That's like Okay, that's where I really want to go in and then the other two, I was like, ah, okay, I'll apply. Then I was like, a lot. is number two in Google's list. I can't remember what ranking. But because of that, I applied to HKU mm. and then HKUST. Mm. And then after I finished this two applications, I'm like, ah, I'm lazy to do H K. Yeah. Because I already got some offers yeah. in like UK. And then, so you just basically so just I'm like, put just it aside. So I just applied this too. Yeah. And I got into HKUST. But you didn't get into HKU? I got into HKU. I got into HKU. But HKUST's offer was so much better than HKU because HKUSD gave me full tuition fee. How about HKU? Renewable. So I got HKUSD first, so I was like, yeah, happy. Second choice, I got it. Yeah. I was like waiting for HKU. And I was saying like, okay, if HKU gave me 30% scholarship, I'll go to HKU. HKU gave me admission, nothing. So I was like, it's a no-brainer. It's, yeah. What was go- your predicted grade? I don't know. Because my school... They didn't don't tell you. Don't disclose this uh, Our okay. our predicted grade. If you are, what do you get at the end? <laughs> well, I got 42. Which was way beyond my expectation compared to what I was aiming for. I was aiming for 38. Yeah. I was expecting 36. As I get closer to the exam, I was like, why not I aim for 40? So 40 was the number I was aiming for. Because I think my brother got 40. And we're competitive that way too. But 40, when he got 40, I'm like, I can't get 40. But when I get closer to the exam, I'm like, let's do it. All the scholars aiming for 45, 44, I'm like, I'm going to be in the same league and aim for 40. And you got 42. And I two. got 42. Yeah. That's
1: overachieving.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, in HK USA, I, I think we can share more about, I think in Hong Kong, I think I can share more about later. Yeah. Yeah. I think go, go to you first. Enough about myself. But, but no, but so your upbringing
1: <laughs> is basically that and... Now he's basically stationed in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. Working. Working, living, and ha- already became a yeah, permanent I, resident yeah, PR, of Hong Kong. Uh,
0: PR recently, yeah. Thank, thank you, Hong Kong, for welcoming me. I mean, it's easy, right? just he's, seven he's, years, right?
1: He's going to get 5K, right? 5K oh, soon. yeah.
0: I got the 10K already, which, yeah. yeah, thank you, Hong Kong, again. It's <laughs> one of the best Christmas gifts from you guys. Yeah. And Hong also K. different scholarships along the way in university. So I think Hong Kong is really... It symbolises meritocracy. Meritocracy? Yeah. Basically, if you do well, you, you get the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what really, I really like about Hong Kong and decided to come to Hong Kong. I forgot to share about like why I chose Hong Kong over UK. Okay. Obviously, scholarship was a big factor, but mm. who doesn't like studying like Western countries? The thought of it is so nice. Yeah. But I think somehow, back then, when I was like, uh, I think uh 19 yeah bef- I entered uni when I was 20 so 19 uh, I already had uh, quite a clear mindset that hey if I go to the UK right I don't think it's so easy to get a job True. and maybe it's like quite hard to mix with you know it's not being not being racist or anything but it's just quite hard to you know truly immerse in the local culture yeah. when you're from a completely different uh, Co- race or culture yeah, cult- yeah. yeah Hong Kong even though it's like it's still um, because I'm Malaysian Chinese. I think Hong Kong, but actually, you need to know Cantonese. And I think along the way, I also pick up Cantonese because <laughs> I'm Gong La. Sik yeah. La. Yeah. Just what you always say when, when yeah. someone talks to them. lah. But um, yeah, I already knew that Hong Kong, like, somehow, like, I, I don't know why, but it just made me feel like, oh, Hong Kong seems like a meritocracy place, just like Singapore, if you yeah. do well. And Hong Kong was somewhat more fun yeah. for me. It's a much more fun city. It's a bigger city uh, than Singapore. So I was like, and scholarship. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Let's go HKUST. So you, met, pay, you never, Anger. yeah.
1: And I met Ray. Yeah. Lucky, lucky to me, lucky, Ray. Yeah. But you never really <laughs> applied so much. It's just basically, okay, let's just go to HKUST. It it's
0: basically a deduction. Yeah. I apply everything that I think I want. Of course, I don't apply everything. I am just burning my parents' yeah. money, right? You need to pay money to yeah, apply yeah. for universities. So based on that, I deduce. But Mm. I already have a rough idea on where I want, how to please my parents. Parents, Singapore. Got that under control. UK was more for me to have have that, you know, and they were supportive of that. Yeah. And then Hong Kong was because my senior uh, was telling me about it. And I was like, why not? I look into it. And my parents were somehow quite supportive about it. They're like, oh, yeah. Hong Kong Yeah. Study accounting, finance. Yeah. (laughs) This kind of stuff.
1: But... You, what actually made you, you still haven't really talked about, is that really just giving you the reward, the perception gave you the motivation to come to Hong Kong? Because just now you said you have so many options,
0: why? You mean from uni offers or what? Yeah, from uni from, offers. Yeah, so I, I thought I'd talk about like, basically I knew like scholarship was a big factor, yeah. but take scholarship outside is more on actually the job opportunities, the job uh. market. I feel like, I felt like Hong Kong... Like you can station long. Exactly, like after you teach. graduate, because the whole purpose of going to a university is to be secure able to a job. secure a job. Yes, and if I'm going to another country, I hope to actually secure a job in that specific yes. country for a while. True, And Hong Kong felt like it was open to do, and I was not wrong, I was not wrong. Yeah, because yeah. when you do internships, no doubt it's competitive but I'm sure it's competitive everywhere, but even in the UK, it's so hard to get internships that yeah. there's some sort of bias. like, oh, you need the work visas. Hong Kong is very, very we're, flat that yeah. way.
1: We're, we're, I think we're more open yep. to, like, foreigners, Caucasian yep. being in our society and yeah. to contributing because I think in the UK, not to just, like, talk shit about UK, but I yeah. think they are more protected like towards their citizens. If you are the citizens, you get a priority of sort. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, think, I think I'm happy that Ray is sitting next to me. Yes, I mean,
0: not. I may give off like the vibe that I'm so career driven, <laughs> but that is important when you think about
1: how life, you want to life plan. Planning, yeah. So yeah. I think
0: back then I was thinking about, yeah, I mean, when you're studying, you're always thinking about, oh, you're chasing yeah. steps ahead, right? Because you know, like, oh, when you go to university, you need to do what, what, what. And then after that, you need to land a good job, land a good job, earn yeah. money. But I don't think we really think about what's right. Right now, we're young adults. we really got a job, but what's next? Yeah. And which yeah yeah which which leads <laughs> leads to me, and yeah. then I
1: can talk about my upbringing as well. So I'm born and raised in Hong Kong. My family, that's my room basically. Um, but born and raised in yeah. Hong Kong, mm-hmm. being in a okay family like. Uh, Privilege, Privileged, I, should, I would say. Way above average class, I would say, right? I think oh, above on. average. Okay, above,
0: I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, above average in the family, so I think I'm privileged. But I think what I really want to talk about is to talk about my whole process of going through different yeah, schools that, that I've actually breathed way about. Is that when I was in kindergarten, I think I didn't get into kindergarten easily. I went to, like, uh, Kenfield some of you may, may know Kantun. And I didn't actually got into the kindergarten right away. I was on a wait list. And then when I finished kindergarten when I was applying for primary school, I went to St Louis primary school. I didn't get in either. I was on the waiting list. And when I graduated primary school, I didn't go into the secondary section of the same primary school. So I didn't get sent and I need to go to different secondary schools mm-hmm. to apply for a space. Just like they that like, going to Singapore. So I basically need to go through different Hong Kong local schools mm-hmm. or, like, private schools to ask for if they have an extra space to let me in. Because the schools that I was sent to wasn't, uh, wasn't very good. Okay. So I want to be better. Yep. So I just keep on going. And eventually, I secured mm-hmm. Creative Secondary School. And fortunately, it was actually a very good area for me to develop because they were providing IB as well. And it fits my learning style even more, so it made me who I am today, of of sort. And then when I finished high school, it was it was a very tough IB process, which we'll dive into it next. But then after I finished my IB program, I applied to different Hong Kong universities. I applied to I, I didn't apply to HKU. I applied to CUHK, UST, even uh, a Baptist University, City U, Poly
0: U. Mm. Wow, PolyU, yeah. very nice. <laughs> How is that very nice? Many pretty girls. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> I mean, that's what he cares about. I mean, yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah. I think I applied to all these universities, and the only two that didn't get an offer mm-hmm. is uh, CityU and USC. CityU, I interviewed, but I didn't get an offer. But for USC, they didn't even interview me, which is the university I've actually gone into eventually. So. I got my predicted grade, yeah. and I got my grades, so I was thinking, okay, I got a conditional offer from CEHK with 35, okay, so I'm going to CEHK study business, so I, at least it's a top three university in Hong Kong, I went, and I actually made my student ID card, but then, suddenly, CEHK sent me an email saying that, okay, we have received your grade, and hey, let's arrange an interview, so eventually, like, uh, there's a panel interview, four people, four students, mm-hmm. with like, two, three admission staff. Okay. And we just had an interview. And we had we had some laughs, we had some blasts. And then they basically just sent me an email right after the the interview saying that okay. you are admitted. And I was so happy because I got in university that, like... So that was your that first choice? That was my H-K-U-S-C. first choice, HKUSD. Oh, wow. Because... I was in Summer Institute, if any of you have been in Summer Institute, basically mm-hmm. is like to try on USD courses, okay. and it would actually give you like credits mm-hmm. for you to count towards your actual degree. Oh. Yeah, so it's a good pilot program for you to understand what USC is like before you got into university. And then for me to actually land my job at Heisen, is, I still applied to a lot of different jobs. I went to Hang Long, mm-hmm. Hong Kong Airlines, s I got offers, but I didn't land to Heisen until at the end as well. So basically the whole process for me, just want to come to one summary, is that it made me believe that there is a Chinese phase called is that no matter what you've gone through, it will be all right at the end if you try your best and if you have gone through the whole process of seeking all the opportunities, eventually you will land on an opportunity that you'll be satisfied on. Yeah. And I think it's, it's how it made me who I am today, is I want to try my best on different areas and to really um, see what it could be best for me at the end. Mm-hmm. So I just hope that everyone would know that
0: part of me for growing up. It was tough though. Yeah, Yeah, growing, growing up, now, when we think about growing up, we all, I mean, some people always say, oh, I want to go back, be a child and everything. Yeah. I don't know. Personally, when I think about that, like, I don't want to relieve my childhood. For me, it, I think it's as good as it can get, because I really yeah. resonate with the term that you said in Cantonese, which I, which I don't, but of course uh, he translated it to me yeah. in English, right? Yeah. But I think for me, I get it like everything. So you can, can follow me. Ah, very good. Perfect. Very perfect. Very, very perfect. I've been training my <laughs> Yeah, but basically, yeah. I think to simplify things, like I always tell myself, whether good things happen to me, bad things happen to me, to on why or to to make me myself yeah. feel better. It's like it will Everything, out. everything happens for a reason. Yeah. For me, yeah. Whether it's a good or bad, and if it's bad, there's new opportunities ahead. Yeah. So I'm, I'm by by nature quite am quite optimistic. Yeah. Yeah. So I think yeah, even though like situations are tough, etc like I B was a pain in Singapore. Really a pain. But I think it really opens though I think now now we can dig dive into yeah. IB a bit, right? Because I B oh, <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my minutes God, minutes. yeah. Oh my god. But I mean okay, maybe we we'll just
1: finish off on this point yeah. because and I feel like um I B this... can be a whole episode on itself. But yeah. I think going back is that we, I, I always thought, like, I think we can do this for 35 minutes. I think this is a very casual one. Is that, for for our mindset, we, we I think we're both a very positive person. And we have learned a lot from each other.
0: Mostly, I've
1: learned from him. Too. I think, no,
0: we we learn from each other. Yeah, yeah, but I think you, were you, like, by nature, optimistic from very all yeah. Okay, start? Yeah, I, okay. I was very optimistic. Because when I first knew you, I thought, like, you were more, like, a, um, yeah... Pessimistic first Yeah Then I, you became optimistic I, I think
1: I give out the outlook That I'm very pessimistic I'm yeah. just a very
0: chun Like sarcastic person From the outlook and yeah, Because think- you like to plan everything So I Like people Generally people like, that like to plan everything Why they plan Is because they always think Things will go wrong And that's why they plan And that's why Every time when I go um, Deviate from the plan a bit It's like mm, It's like God, nah, They really must follow <laughs> Yeah but that's good and bad, and that's what I, I think. That's how we complement. For example, this podcast, right? Yeah. A lot of the planning is and execution done by you, but a lot of you know, um, content management, yeah, like all, all the fluffy, management. all the, all all the fluffy things, yeah. How 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 to invite people, yeah. all this kind, yeah. Yeah, so external, internal, yeah. So I think we compliment each other,
1: but not to turn this podcast into a big gay episode to appreciate each other. Yeah. But is that I think we're both positive person that I think we always be- I always believe that uh, there mm. is a bigger being to if you yeah. do your best, there would always be a planning for you at the next stage. And even if that's not the case, it's basically the law of attraction. I believe that something good will happen if I do xyz or if I do my best basically and something good will happen. I don't know what doors might open, but I know I have no more regrets. And I think back in high school, I kept on having that mindset, don't live my life without regrets. I even oh, wow. high school, I I can I'm not kidding wow. you. I was like because I was scared. It's not because I'm proud of myself, it's because I was scared. So I'm trying to convince myself I can only do the best that I could, then don't worry. I am a person who worries and nature.
0: I think it's normal but, to worry. Yeah. I mean, you can be positive. Um, I'm positive, politics, but I also but worry. Yeah.
1: I worry a lot. That's why I would plan. That's why I would just trying to tell myself I can only do my best. And if anything good comes mm-hmm. up, I'll accept it. If not, maybe something else would open. And that's how, why I want to share my story of going to schools, going to a job. Is for everyone to understand that life may be difficult at times. COVID situation is very difficult for students for career planning, Mm. but maybe doors will open next, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Because we talk about a lot about education, right? Yeah. I'm not sure whether you want to touch a bit on IB because I actually resonate quite deeply. With that, even though now I forgot a lot of the about the the things that IB taught me, but yeah. um, I think it really ch- life is a life changing program for me. Being in a different country, number one is really but that program really was built in a way that can convert my Malaysian education, where it's yeah. more feed information and all, where you know you're reliant on just it's not technic-
1: spoon feeding. Because it's basically similar to Hong Kong. Yeah. It's not spoon Exactly, feeding. yeah.
0: It's required you to acquire critical thinking. Yeah, you, you basically need to find the answers for yourself, which I felt that was so hard. It's really hard. Yeah,
1: but yeah. if you want to know more, tune into the next episode. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Andrew's cutting me off, okay.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> see you. Uh, rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Uh, like, share, subscribe, and comment. Thank you very much. If you
0: want to know more about us, we can definitely talk more. Yeah. And we can cover that. Let us know. Yeah. Alright. See you. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.